Okay, welcome everybody to today's live. Uh, you might you might be joining me on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, we also are live streaming here on TikTok. And what are we talking about today? I'm going to be sharing with you the key to your freedom. And it's not even what you probably think it is. <laughs> you guys are going to love this today. Um, this is something that uh, I learned from my mentor, Bob Proctor. I'm going to share it with you guys today. Absolutely. So if you're new here, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, follow me on TikTok. Also, later on in today's live, we'll be uh, handling your questions. So if you want to come on Zoom with me and ask me a question, uh, you're free to do so. Uh, so we'll also be doing that. And again, if you're looking for any of the free resources or things that I'm going to reference that you can download, uh, you'll see that link in the uh, chat and also on my profile on TikTok. All right. So thank you guys for joining me today. The key to your freedom. Did you know every successful person who lives a fulfilling life, they've figured out this key. That's why I felt it was really important to talk about it today. Now, most people, and I say most people, literally most people, not only do they not know about this key, but a lot of people have a hard time accepting it. Why is that? It's because we are conditioned not to live the life we want to live. We are not conditioned to. You are programmed already. From the moment you're born, you're programmed genetically and environmentally. Well, what does that really mean? That means the language, the food, your music taste, your religion, how you carry yourself, your belief system, all programmed since day one. So if you want to get what you want in your life, if you truly want to start experiencing the feeling of freedom in your life, you know you're going to have to change your program. There's no other way around it. And not only will you have to change your programming, but you need to work with the right people. That's another thing. So I remember uh, in my 20s, this key, it wasn't something that I really respected. It wasn't something that I really respected. But I'm going to tell you right now, as we go through this today, you're going to be leaving here today thinking, man, I, I, I got to do something different. This is so true. This is so true. Also. Don't hesitate to leave your questions and your comments in the chat box. We do have a moderator. Uh, disclaimer here, if you start saying things that are not in harmony with what we're talking about today, you will be in immediately removed from the chat. This is serious business that we're talking about. Why? I'm doing this for you. This live today is about you. If anybody in the chat is talking about Nothing that has to do with what we are talking about today. Just get them out of here, okay? This is about you. I take it very seriously. You want to get what you want in your life? 
we want to be very intentional. So you need to know what the key to freedom is. What is that? What is the key to freedom? What is the key to your freedom? What do you guys think it is? The key to your freedom, so I can stop the suspense, um, is you got to be you. You got to be yourself. You have to be yourself. Now, how many of you guys are not really being true to yourself right now? Just be honest. How many of you guys have a problem saying no to people, doing things that you know is not who you are, being influenced by other people who really don't have your best interests at heart? You see, freedom is not necessarily about money. Freedom starts in the mind. If you, you can have all the money in the world, but if you're not living authentically, you won't have a fulfilled life. I mean, so many people, we hear this all the time. So many people, they earn a lot of money, but they hate their lives. The key to your freedom is you got to be yourself. You got to be your authentic self. You got to step into who you really are. We're talking about self-image today. You're programmed not to step into your higher self. Get this. I was listening to this song today. It's called I've Got to Be Me by Sammy Davis Jr. I'd love to play it, but I might get a strike on YouTube, so I'm not even going to go that, down that route. Uh, anyways, he says in the lyrics, I can't be right for somebody else if I'm not right for me. Think about that. I can't be right for somebody else if I'm not right for me. I got to be free. I got to be me. This is a song by... Uh, Sammy Davis Jr. You can listen to it for free on YouTube, Spotify, of course, 1968. Most people are not themselves. They're fake. They're following what everybody else is doing. They have conformed. They're trying to do what other people are doing on social media. They're trying to look like other celebrities. Just look like you. Just be yourself. You're not going to be free unless you be yourself. That's the key to your freedom. He says that the dream that I see makes me what I am. You see, you guys have a purpose in life. There's a dream that you've been thinking about for so long. It's what you're supposed to be doing. It's who you are. It's what makes you who you are. But what happens? You shut the dream away. You throw it away because someone along the line told you it wasn't possible. And so you're not yourself.
if you're going to be free, you have to be yourself. That's just the bottom line. That's the key to your freedom. You got to be yourself. The problem that you're facing is you have a self-image. You've been programmed not to do that. Self-image, meaning the opinion that you have of yourself in your subconscious mind. The opinion that's been created by your parents and your environment. So if you grew up in an environment where you were severely criticized every single day, you were never encouraged. Um, you probably do that to yourself today. Constantly tearing yourself down. Constantly criticizing every step you take. And that's a life filled with anxiety. However, there are individuals who didn't grow up that way. And they don't treat themselves that way. Self-image is the way that you feel about yourself. So if you're going to be free, you got to be true to yourself, which means you need to change your self-image. Because that's the one thing that's stopping you from doing that. You see, if you're going to get what you want in your life, you got to become that person. And if you're going to become that person, you got to be true to yourself. You got to stop going along with what everybody else is doing. Well, DeVore, you know, I really want more friends. No, you don't. You don't want more friends. Not those type of friends. You see, you got to be a friend to yourself first. Right? If you're not a friend to yourself first, how are you going to be a friend to anybody else? Doesn't make any sense, does it? The key to your freedom is being yourself. Well, in order to do that, you need to know who you are. Who are you? Who are you? Are you your name? Are you your body? Are you the neighborhood that you grew up in? Are you the past experiences that you've gone through? Who are you? You see, what I've learned is that we're spiritual beings we have an intellect and we live in a physical body. It's the intellect that allows us to express our spiritual self in our physical world. This is why they say thoughts become things. So you take the spiritual idea, these fantasies, these dreams, which is your spiritual self. It's who you really are. You use your intellect, which is your mindset, to... Manifest it into your physical world. That's how everything's been created. The problem is most people are just living in the physical world. That's all they know. That's what they think they are. They don't know they have a mindset where you can start thinking for yourself. They don't know how to think for themselves. And they don't realize that you're a spiritual being. You've been made perfect in God's image. 
meaning there's perfection within you. Why do you think every single day, every single year, we keep breaking the bar? Somebody comes along and does something that everybody said that wasn't possible. That's perfection. Well, if you're going to do something like that, why don't you listen to this quote? This is a quote from Bob Proctor. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free, I've got to be me. So I better know who me is. Isn't that just one of the most powerful things you ever heard? Not the me I think you think I should be. Let's just talk about that for a second. How many times have you caught yourself so worried about what somebody else is thinking of you? See, the the real thing here is this is going to happen with the people you care about the most. They're going to have a perception of what they think you should do, who you should be, how you should dress, how you should talk. The problem is it's not who you are. You got to be yourself. The more you are yourself, the better you're going to be. But if you start trying to be someone you're not, the results, it just isn't going to add up. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. You got to be yourself. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. Ooh, I've had some clients with children who got some nasty opinions. You got got to tune them, tune those kids out. But you got to know who you are. You got to know who you are. You have to realize you're a spiritual being. You have an intellect, meaning you can think for yourself and you live in a physical body. It's exactly what separates us from animals. We have an intellect. We are able to create. We have an imagination. We can think for ourselves regardless of where we are, wherever you are right now. You have the ability right now to take yourself somewhere else mentally and experience the emotion of that. Animals don't have that ability. And it's practicing that exact concept of using your imagination that creates the life that you're living. And your use of the imagination must overpower your current self-image. The way that you feel about yourself. So for a long time, you've been telling yourself you're not good enough. You've got to use your imagination to overpower that. You got to start seeing yourself as a person who is worthy and is enough. You just have to. And the way you do it is you start thinking for yourself. If I want to be free, I got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free, I got to be me. So I better know who me is. I better know who me is. 
So how many of you guys feel like you know who you are? How many of you guys feel you're living like you're living a authentic life? How many of you guys actually feel that way? If you don't feel that way, it's because you need to change your self-image. You need to become this person. You need to step into that person. That person's always been there, by the way. See, the person you're seeking to become, spiritually, it's who you already are. The problem is your intellect uh, has prevented you from acting like that person, meaning your self-image has stopped you from acting like that person. Why? Because the opinion you have of yourself is so low. That's why you allow other people to influence your happiness. That's why you care too much about what others think of you. I mean, I used to really care what others thought about me. I really did. I don't anymore. I don't. It's a losing game when you allow other people to get into your head. When you allow what other people are saying to dictate your happiness, you're in trouble. How are you going to get what you want in your life if that's happening? The key to your freedom is you got to be yourself. You got to be your higher self. You got to be authentic. Now, it's easy to say this, but when you're surrounded by the wrong people and you're not working with the right people, um, you'll self-sabotage yourself because your self-image will autocorrect. Why are so many of you guys sabotaging your progress in life is because your self-image is inside your subconscious mind. It controls your behavior. So temporarily, you're stepping out, you're trying to act like this new person, and then all of a sudden, wham, you go back to being the old you. Why? Because there's a process involved. It's called repetition. You have to use emotional repetition to alter your self-image. And the chances of you doing that by yourself, I'd say, is pretty slim. Because you're operating in ignorance. You don't know what you don't know. That's why you got to work with the right people. That's the cold, hard truth. When people try to do things themselves, that's where the mistakes take place. You want to speed up your success, which is step eight of our blueprint process here. You got to get specialized knowledge. You got to get a mentor. You got to have accountability. If you don't believe me, why does the best people in the world have coaches, mentors, accountability? Why is that? Because they know they're going to fall off if they don't have people in their corners supporting them. Simple thing. I think a lot of people struggle with that. They make all the excuses on why they can't do it. And again, they're not acting like themselves. 
See, if you if you acted like the person you really are, you'd stop settling for less. You would stop settling for less. You got to show up differently in your life. You got to become this person. There is no other way unless you're just going to settle. Which you could do that. Do you want to settle? Do you want to keep acting like the person you've been acting like? Do you want to keep allowing people to dictate your happiness? You see, the problem here, guys, if it's not clear, is you have a program inside you, inside your subconscious mind. It's called your self-image. It controls you. How do you overcome that? How do you alter that? It's done through a process and a process of understanding. Understanding what? Understanding who you are. Understanding the way your mind works. Understanding the simple steps you should be taking to get what you want in your life. You see, what a lot of people are doing is they'll try to dress like other people. They'll try to look like other people, but it's not them. You have to be yourself. The key to your freedom is stepping into your higher self. Because at that point, you can care less what other people think of you. Why do so many people feel like they're not enough? Why do we have an entire generation of kids who are depressed? Because they care too much about what others think of them. They go on social media. They get to consuming all of the content. And their biggest takeaway from all that is they're not enough. They start comparing themselves to other people. That's a losing game. Why are you comparing yourself to someone that you'll never be and they'll never be you? That doesn't make any sense. I can't be you. You can't be me. You're special in your own way. I mean, this happens sometimes with with my own uh, good friends who are coaches too. They'll be like, oh, man, you know, your videos are great. I don't know. if Listen, don't worry about my videos, man. Just be yourself. Just be you. This is who I am. I like creating videos like this. This is how I like to do my lives. This is how I like to speak. I'm not looking at anybody else and trying to speak like them. I'm just being me. If I be me, I'll be free. And that's exactly how I feel today. Sometimes it's easy to get wrapped up in somebody else's perception and image and think, yeah, we've got to live up to that. No, you don't. You need to be yourself. I don't care how weird or quirky or cheesy you may initially think it is, but there is no other way to live. I could be a real nerd with certain things. I don't care. That's who I am. I should embrace that. I should absolutely embrace that. You've got to embrace the things that genuinely make you happy. It's who it's who you are. And furthermore, here's where we really get into the key to your freedom today. 
is you have a dream. There's something you really want to get in your life. You've been sitting on it for quite some time. My guess, it's been happening for many, many years already. And you've tried it already yourself. You've read a lot of books. Nothing's changed. You try to do this or that. Nothing's changed. And you're still struggling. You're no closer to the dream or goal that you set for yourself. If you're going to be free, you got to be yourself. The only way that's going to happen is you have to change your self-image. You're going to need help. So what are some things you should be doing to change your self-image? That's what we're going to talk about right now. What are the steps you should be taking to improve your self-image? To step into your higher self. Well, step number one is you need to understand who you really are. You're a spiritual being. You have an intellect. You live in a physical body. Everything in this universe is energy. It's in one state or another. It's non-physical or physical. You can see it. Or you don't see it. But it's there. Like you don't question the energy that runs from the light switch to the actual light bulb, do you? That's energy. But most people think, oh, that's not me. Yeah, that's you too. You've got energy flowing through and to you right now. The thoughts that you're thinking, that's energy. Your emotions, that's energy. The way you move every day, that's energy. So you have to understand who you really are. You have to understand the power that you possess. You're living in a body that self-heals itself. Like, does that even make any sense? Like, think about that. We live in a body that knows how to heal itself. I mean, how powerful is that? Imagine every time you cut yourself, it didn't heal. Why am I saying all this? Stop thinking so little of who you are. There is so much of you that is just perfection. It's, it's, you can't even put it into words. Our potential, there is no limit. Our potential is so vast, we probably can't even reach it in this lifetime. It would probably take many lifetimes. Think about that. So the next time you're sitting there and you're thinking, I'm not good enough. I can't do this or that. You're not being yourself. That's not who you really are. That's your self-image talking. That's not your spiritual self talking. So step number one is you need to understand who you really are. You're not your name. You're not your body. You're a spiritual being. There's perfection within you. This is why you have dreams. This is why you have fantasies. This is why you have an intuition. This is why you get those inspired ideas. That's why. Step number two uh, is you need to get clear on exactly what you want in your life. You got to get clear on what you want. This is why we have the purpose blueprint process. 
What is that? One, you got to get clear on your purpose, your vision, and your goal for your life. That step there, purpose, vision, and goal is what gives you the clarity about what you really want in your life. Most people don't know what they want. They have an idea, but they're just not clear. It's the lack of clarity that continues to put them in a state of confusion, which leads to anxiety. And then they don't take action. They start to procrastinate. So step number two is clarity. You got to get clear on exactly what you want. What is a life of freedom for me? What does a happy life look like for me? Write it down. Write it out. Describe it in great detail. That's what I'm experiencing now, right now in my life. I'm doing things that I wrote out already. So, what's step number three? Is you got to start acting like that person. I can't be right for somebody else if I'm not right for me. I've got to be free. I've got to be me. The dream that I see makes me what I am. You got to start acting like that person. You've got to act like the person who would achieve the dreams that you have. Now, what does that actually look like? When I say you have to act like that person, what I'm saying is you need to sit there and truly think about what is the dream I'm going after? What is the life I want to live? And from that place, ask yourself, what would I be doing differently today? How would I be acting today? What would I be focused on today? How would I be living my life today if I had accomplished my dreams, my goals? And then once you go through that and you get the answer, then you start doing it. Then you start taking action. You got to start acting like that person. This is why I said, if I want to be free, I got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. You got to act like the person who would achieve the goal. You got to ignore everybody else's opinion. It's your dream for a reason. It's your vision. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free, I've got to be me. You see, when you step out and start doing what you truly want to do, you're going to have people who second guess you. You got to ignore that. You've got to act like the person who would achieve those dreams. That type of person ignores opinions. They don't settle for what everybody else is telling them. They don't conform. They keep moving forward. You don't understand, Devore. I'm surrounded by negative people. Well, you only have one or two options. One, change your environment. Stop hanging around those people. Or two, change your attitude about that environment. Meaning stop allowing what other people are doing to have an impact on you. Tune them out. I mean, it's the only way. 
Like if you have people in your life that don't support you, why do you waste energy with them? If you have people in your life that are negative, why are you wasting your energy with them? Well, because I, I need friends. No, you need to be your friend first. You need to respect yourself first. If you don't, nobody's going to respect you. I remember I, I've had these conversations so many times with people where, yeah, you know, they don't respect my time. They don't respect who I am. They don't listen to what I have to say. And then I asked them, do you respect your time? Do you respect yourself? Do you value the inspired ideas and dreams that you have for yourself? The answer is no. That's why they attract people who run all over them because they're running all over themselves. You see, inside, what's happening on the inside is what's going to happen on the outside. So if you're not free on the inside, you won't be free on the outside. You see, if you're tearing yourself down on the inside, you're going to attract people who tear you down. You see, today in my life, I, I don't attract negative people. I really don't. I don't have any friends in my life who tear me down. I don't have anybody in my life who is a energy vampire. I don't have anybody in my life who does not respect my time. Why? Because I started looking in the mirror. I started to take responsibility for not being me, not being true to myself. And as soon as I started doing that, I stopped hanging around people. I stopped, I stopped wasting my time with certain people. Excuse me. And some of these people I really care about. But the fact of the matter is, um, it's my life. I got to be me. If I'm going to be free, I got to be me. I mean, sometimes this might be your best friend. It might be that person. But you got to be true to yourself. It's your life. And listen, if they're really your friend, if they really care about your success, they'll understand. And if I'm going to have people who care about me and support me, I got to make space for people like that. But if my time and energy is being taken up by people who don't care about me, how can I have people who do care about me come into my life? I, I, I can't because I'm, I'm the, the space is being taken up by people who don't care about me. Does that make sense? I mean, listen, guys, this is. It's a deep conversation. This can literally change your life. You got to stop hanging around people who don't support you. And here's the other thing. You might still have to come around these people. You might still have to see these people. That's okay. You just need to operate from a place of understanding that you can't control them, that you don't need their validation, that they're programmed too. They have their own insecurities. 
And when they're sitting there trying to slow you down, it's because they have insecurities. They're operating from ignorance. You see, sometimes the people who are closest to you resist your success. Why? Because they fear that your relationship will change. They fear that you guys are not going to spend that much time together anymore. They also become uncomfortable at the idea that they may have to step their game up and change. So it really has nothing to do with you. It's not you personally. It's all about them. They're thinking about themselves. So if you have somebody in your life today that you get that intuition that, you know what, this person seems to not be supporting what I got going on, understand. It's not a personal attack on you. They're stuck in their own mind. They've been programmed. And what you're doing is causing them to step outside their programming. And they're not ready for that. They're going to resist. That's why I said don't take it personal. Just keep it moving. Because you only want people in your life that you're in harmony with. People that you connect with on an emotional level. People who respect you. Now, sometimes these people don't have to understand your vision. They don't have to. The only person who truly needs to understand your vision is yourself. And if you have a wife, you have a husband, a girlfriend, a boyfriend, make sure that they support you on that vision. Because, see, if you're not following that vision, if you're not going after your dream, what good, of, what good are you to that other person in the relationship? You're not going to feel like yourself. You're going to feel lost, and you're going to resent them. So both people need to have an understanding that if I'm going to be free, I got to be me. If you're going to be free, you got to be you. It's the way it works. Why waste time living your life with somebody who doesn't respect that? I don't want you to be like me. I want you to be yourself. I want you to be the best version of yourself. I want you to step into your higher self, really. And if I'm trying to change every little thing about you and you're trying to change every little thing about me, we're operating from a place of scarcity. We're operating from a place of ignorance. We're already spiritually perfect. We need to allow room for people to express that perfection. Some people, if not most people, need to hear something like this. They're, they're, they're given the wrong information. See, a lot of people are given information like, yeah, you need to manipulate the other people in your life. No, you don't. You need to stop trying to compete and you need to create. Amateurs compete. You're thinking so little of yourself that you think you need to compete with other people in your life. No, you don't. Because you're not them and they're not you. What are you competing with them for? The only person you should be competing with, if anybody, is yourself. You should be competing with your yesterday self. Am I better today than I was yesterday? Am I better today than I was six months ago? 
It's you versus you, not you versus them. See, when you get into the mindset of you versus them, you're operating from ego. You're not operating from your spiritual side. And you start making decisions and doing things based on other people, meaning those individuals are in control of your life. I went through this already. I'm going to join the military and I'm going to be the best soldier and I'm going to prove my family wrong. Why should I be proving anything to people who are nobody? They don't pay my bills. They don't, they don't mentor me. Why, why am I giving them that much power over my decision-making? This is what I was doing. I thought taking a negative experience and using it to motivate me was the right thing to do. It's not sustainable, people. A lot of you guys out there, you're trying to use your ex to motivate you. You got to stop that. You're trying to compete. You got to start creating. You got to start operating from your spiritual side. That person has moved on. That person doesn't need anybody, doesn't need a validation, doesn't need motivation either. They understand who they are. They understand that they can get it done. They're going to make it happen. And they've, they already got everything they need. You see, when I was making decisions because of my family and trying to prove them wrong, these decisions were not true to me. They're just based on that idea. But what happens after I prove them wrong? What, what will it mean when I prove them wrong? What does that even look like? Will they even know that I proved them wrong? You see, it doesn't make any sense. We're spending our lives so caught up in what others think of us that we will make decisions with our careers. We will make life-changing decisions because of those individuals. And we look back and we realize, man, I really didn't make that decision for myself. I made it for somebody else. That's where we're going wrong. If I'm going to be free, I got to be me. And the person that I am, the me that I'm talking about, the me that would be living his best life doesn't make decisions on what other people think about him. He makes decisions from his spiritual self. Decisions based on what he wants, not what others think of him. I'm glad this is being recorded because I really, this is, this is the T here, as they say. I mean, it really is. I mean, listen, <laughs> just observe what people are saying on social media that tells you they're trying to compete with people. It tells you their ego is in charge. It tells you they're operating from a place of scarcity. They're not operating from a place of abundance, which is their spiritual self. They're not thinking from that place. If you're going to be free, the key to your freedom is you got to be your higher self. You got to step into who you really are. If you just observe, again, what people are saying on social media, you'll see people are not doing that. They're trying to one-up each other. 
They're trying to copy each other. The problem is you can't beat me. I can't be you. I can only be me and you can only be you. And you is spiritually perfect. Me, I'm spiritually perfect. And we're never going to get around to expressing that perfection in our lives if we don't get our intellect in order, our mindset. This is why I was talking about self-image. If you don't alter your identity, you won't get the things that you've been dreaming about. Your dreams, think about this, is your spiritual self. Your identity is your intellect. And the current results are matching what's happening in your intellect. What you got to do is take this identity and match it to the dreams that you have for yourself. And when you align those with each other, the manifestation will take place in your physical world. It will happen. Because everything happens by law. Everything happens in this universe in an orderly fashion. Nothing is random. It's all perfection. The way the world, the way the earth is spinning right now, at the degrees that it's spinning right now, is perfection. The correct ingredients in the atmosphere that allows us to have oxygen in the first place and not get fried by the sun is perfection. Where our solar system is in the galaxy is perfection. It's at the perfect location. We need to understand what we're dealing with here. People are caught up in scarcity. They're thinking so little of their lives. They don't even understand the life, the universe that they're living in. They live in a body that can heal itself. People walk in the hospital, stage four cancer. You're done. Then they end up living the next 40 years. We got to wake up. We've got to grasp this idea, the key to freedom. Being myself. I got to be, if I'm going to be free, I got to be me. And I need to find out who me is. Now, I've given you the foundation of who you are. Spiritual being, you have an intellect, you live in a physical body. That's the foundation. Now, what you need to do is start understanding what is it that you really love to do? What's your purpose in life? Who is the person you really want to become? How do you want to express yourself in this life? And once you start staying true to that and making decisions from that place, oh, you're going to experience freedom. Some guy, um, we had some people come pick up our old fridge. And the comment one of them made was, my God, you guys are, you guys are living the dream. I was sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, man, he's absolutely correct. I am living my dream. My dream is just getting started. I get to wake up in the morning. I get to serve people at a very high level. Everything I'm saying every day I know is changing somebody's life. And I'm getting paid to do that. If that's not freedom, what is, folks? I got people all over the world that I'm helping. If that's not freedom, what is? I don't have to go to a nine to five. I don't have a boss. I don't have somebody in my life that's trying to micromanage me. 
I get to do what I want. It's part of my dream. Now, I would have never gotten to this point if I didn't fix my self-image, my identity. If I didn't start acting like the person who would do things like this. I'm not trying to brag or impress you. I'm encouraging you that you could do the same thing. I'm no better than you. You're no better than me. You could absolutely be doing the same thing. You can absolutely be waking up in the morning and doing exactly what you want to do. Question here, folks. This is what we go through every day. You got to make a decision. Because nothing's going to happen if you don't make a decision. Most people don't know how to make a decision. That is the reality. Most people will say, you know what, Devori? You got me. I'm ready. I'm going to do it. Tomorrow, they'll be back doing what they were doing already. Why? They didn't make a decision. They don't understand the concept of decision making. A decision is not something that you take lightly. A decision is final. A decision is expressed through your actions. It shows up in the energy, in the time, in the money that you've been spending. Think about how much time I spend doing this. I made a decision. I wake up in the morning. I go live to serve people all over the world. I get off this. I get on other calls with people who are looking for my help. Then I coach people later in, later in the day. I just do that every day. That's exactly what I want. It's who I am. So if you're wondering, well, how do I get to, how do I get myself to that, to that level? How do I get my life there? You got to be, you got to be yourself. You got to start understanding who you are. You got to start understanding who you are. Remember that was step one. Step two is you got to get clear on exactly what you want in your life. And step three, you got to start acting like that person. This is why I created the Purpose Blueprint ebook and the course to go with it, where I help you get the steps. What are the step-by-step process or what is the step-by-step process to doing that? It's very simple. A, B, C, one, two, three. It's just nine steps. Your purpose, your vision, your goal, your self-image, your beliefs, your habits, your action plan, your specialized knowledge, and your journal. Nine simple steps to take you from where you are today to where you want to go. Because when I look back on my life, I I recall I was doing these steps. I didn't even know I was doing it at the time when I was in the military and I had a lot of success in the military, but that's what I was doing. I was operating with a purpose. I had a strong reason for why I wanted to advance so quickly in the military. I had a vision on who I wanted to become in the military. I had a goal. And I assumed the identity of that goal. That's why I always tell you guys the story about everywhere I went, I would always carry the next rank with me. So obviously in the military, there's you get promoted to the next rank, and then you get promoted to the next rank, right? Well, I was already carrying the rank that was ahead of me because that's that was my goal, to become that rank. And I believed in it. See, 
how do you know whether you believe in something? Well, look at your actions. Do you have the behavior of someone who believes? Or do you have the behavior of someone who does not believe? That's a good question to ask yourself. So, one, you got to understand who you are. Two, you got to get clear on exactly what you want in life. And three, you got to start acting like that person. See, the question is, why, why now? Why should you do this right now? Why not just keep doing what you've been doing? Why not just keep doing what you've been doing? Why does it why does it have to be now? Why don't you just wait? I ask this all the time because I think it's a powerful question. Some of you guys are playing games with your life. Just going through the motions. Not taking it seriously. Not showing up for yourself. You're scamming yourself out of your own happiness is what's happening. You're sitting there thinking other people are scamming you. No, you're scamming yourself. You're thinking, well, this person did this and that person and then the economy and then my job. No, they're not the problem. You're the problem. And you are the solution. You just got to make a decision. You got to decide moving forward. I'm done. The time is now. I'm ready to be free. I'm ready to be me. And I'm ready to find out who me is. Like that's the conversation that must take place. And again, you don't have to. You don't have to do anything. You should want to do this. You don't have to do anything. You should want to. When you look at the course of your life and you just estimate how many years that you're going to be able to live moving forward. You know. I have probably almost not, uh, probably almost 60 years left. I'm going to ride these 60 years until the wheels fall off. I'm going to push myself to the limit on these next 60 years. When I am ready to go, I will know in the very last second that I maxed out. I've made that decision already. Have you made that decision? If you haven't, well, that's why the results are what they are. So I think this is a great time to transition to questions. So if you're watching us here on YouTube, uh, you can definitely join us on Zoom. If you want to ask me a question, I will answer your question live. If there's some issues that you need to work with. Um... You can join me on Zoom. And in the meantime, I will work through these questions on TikTok. So let me pull those up for everybody here. Where are we at here? Right. 
that's the wrong thing. Hold on, guys. Let's reverse that and add that. There we go. All right. So let's take a look. What are people talking about? Let's run through these. All right. You remind me of Cole from Martin. Everybody says that. I just don't see the resemblance. He never had curly hair like I did. His smile is not the same. Our noses are not the same. I just don't see where everybody's going with this. But maybe you guys see something I don't. So I'll take it as a compliment. <laughs> uh, I was reading a book that aligns with freedom. Yeah, I love that. What's the song called? What is the song called? Well, let's 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 take a look. Let's take a risk here. Let's take a risk. Maybe um maybe they won't ban me, huh? We'll go back here. And we will share the screen. There it is. Sammy Davis Jr., I gotta be me. This is this is what it looks like. All right. Really, really good song. Really, really good song. All right, let's go back here. I'll play it at the end. That way if they try to mute me, I could just trim it out. Uh let's see here. I'm focused on what I'm doing and going in the field I'm interested in. Good job. For, good for you. The dream that I see is what I am. Exactly. Exactly. That's it. That is it. Let's see here. Good morning, Paradox. Exactly. When you're not being yourself, it's a lie to everyone else. When you're not right with yourself, how can you be right with other people? When you lie to yourself, you're lying to other people. I mean, isn't life fair? Isn't that fair? It doesn't matter who you are. If you're being fake, it will sooner or later catch up to you. Doesn't matter who you are. I do record these. They're on YouTube right now. How do we find the, per the, the person we are? How do you do that? Well, I've given you the foundational answer. You're a spiritual being, you have an intellect, and you live in a physical body. Uh, so that's one. And two, you have an intuition. You've already had ideas on what you want to do with your life. You just haven't been pursuing them. When you start to pursue them, you will find out who you really are. You will find out who you are because you'll, you'll start experiencing 
more of yourself because you're doing exactly what you really want to do. Yep, that's right. How do you find those people? You don't find them, you attract them. That's the great part about life. You guys don't need to go get anything. It'll come into your life. The ideas will come to you. The people will come to you. The circumstances will come to you. The opportunities will come to you that will take you down that path. This is the podcast. You're listening to it right now. My favorite topic of all time, be yourself. This is exactly where mentors help. You see, a mentor sees the greatness within you, reminds you of that greatness even when you don't see it of yourself. Let's end homelessness. We can do it. Well, here's a great uh, talking point here. Sleep Trailer LLC. You could take the people out of the slums, but you can't take the slums out of the people. People are programmed. This is why they build nice Section 8 housing, and then within 10 years, they'll have to start repairing it again because these people are programmed. Athletes who grow up with no money, they get a lot of money when they go to the NFL and NBA, and when they retire, they have no money. Why? Because they were taking they were taken out of the hood, but the hood was not taken out of them. They only know to burn money. Shaquille O'Neal is a great person to listen to on this transition. He admitted he needed to to change his identity, and he did. This is where mentors help. You see, the thing about life, guys, is we wake up thinking we need to fix the world. No, you need to fix your world. You need to look in the mirror and be the change you want to see. A lot of people kind of cringe at that quote and think it's corny, but that's why they're not getting the results they want. They're too busy focused on trying to fix everybody else instead of fixing themselves. How can I get on here and do everything I'm doing if I'm not walking that talk? It wouldn't make any sense. Right? So you got to be yourself. You got to change your world. When you change your world, you'll be able to change somebody else's world. And when you change somebody else's world, they'll change somebody else's world. And it goes on and on and on and on and on. But everybody's not wanting to do that. They're trying to change the entire world at one time. That ain't going to happen. You got to change your world first. Everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen. It's, it's happening by law. People are homeless by law. They thought themselves into that position. Thoughts cause feelings. Feelings causes actions. Actions lead to results. Your subconscious mind operates by law. It operates perfectly. Whether it's for bad reasons or good reasons, your subconscious mind could care less. It does not discriminate. If you've got bad ideas in your subconscious mind, they will automatically be expressed through your actions. That's, that's perfect by law. No deviation from that. 
And the and the, the opposite is true as well. If you got positive ideas, you, your actions will be positive. What we want to understand is um, how do we start placing positive ideas in our subconscious mind? That's what I'm talking about, your self-image. Your identity is in your subconscious mind. You want to change your identity to live the life that you want. Can you show your journal again? Sure. Absolutely. This is what it looks like. The Purpose Blueprint Journal. And what I got here is my purpose, vision, goal, habit, self-image, and then my gratitude list. Now, if you purchase the Blueprint Journal or you have the ebook in the course and you're still needing support, then you definitely should schedule a call with me. Uh, let's see here. Great advice. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's you got it, Nikki. The only person we need to be competing with is ourselves being better than we were before. Copy that comment and put that on your guys' social media. That's it. You don't need to compete with the haters. You don't need to compete with people you went to high school with. Okay. You don't need to try to catch up with people who made it. You just got to be yourself. You'll get there. Yeah, Linda, definitely. Yeah, just share just share this with them. Send it to them. I'm not perfect, bro. Yeah, I. your spiritual DNA is perfect. See, that's where everybody gets wrong. <laughs> They're thinking we're talking about you're perfect physically. Absolutely not. Th just think about this for a second. Your spiritual self and your physical self is the same thing, but it's the opposite of the same coin. On one side of the coin, it's perfect. On the other side of the coin, it's imperfect, meaning it's not perfect. One side of the coin is infinite. The other side of the coin is not. The other side of the coin is based on creation. The other side is not. Guys, everything happens by law. It's perfection here that we're dealing with in this universe. It's no accident. So you're born you live in this body, the body is not perfect, it sooner or later will die, right? But your spiritual self, your spiritual self will not. One of the one of the universal laws is the law of polarity. There's an opposite to everything. There is an opposite to everything. It's not working. 
if you try to click on the link, uh, it's in the YouTube description. YouTube description. All right. How do I get started on healing mother wound and father wounds? Forgive them. Forgive yourself. Move on. You know, we live in a, a time today where we make healing so complicated. It's not. It really isn't. It's through understanding that you can move on with your life. You're not going to obviously heal tomorrow, but you don't have to heal yourself for the rest of your life. Like it can be done probably within the next 90 days. If you just make a decision, I honestly believe that I really do, but you got to work with somebody. I, I don't think that's probably something you can do by yourself. You got to work with somebody to make that happen. BT West fall 22. How, how are you doing? I don't, I, I kind of feel like I, oh, I know who you are. I'm doing good. We did a podcast together. I was trying to figure out your username. I was like, who is that? How do you decide between two passions? You don't. Which one do you want to do first? I think that's the question. What would you love to do first? You already know the answer. Just do that. Follow the passion that you really feel that it's going to cause you to grow as a person. And help you live the life that you want to live. How do you come across the right mentor? I'm doing inner workings. All right. Hold on here. All right. Hold on. How do you come across the right mentor? I'm doing inner workings. Probably not ready. Well, I mean, how do you know if you're ready? Are you fed up? Are you done with the BS? Are you ready? Are you open-minded? Are you in a position where you're ready to do whatever it takes? I think that's a, that's a good question to ask yourself. Right? I mean, that's how you know if you're really serious. I mean, the reality here, guys, is, I mean, I always ask this question. How are you going to get what you want in your life if you don't make a decision? If you don't change your mindset? It just isn't going to happen. So the answer is in the question. It sounds like you are ready if you're already doing the work. <laughs> that's funny good afternoon yes yes 
All right. So I think we got somebody here on Zoom. Let's see if they are serious. Hello. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce your name on Zoom. A-N-K-H-B-A-T. So if you can hear me. What's going on? What's your question? All right. I think you're still working through your audio issues. So I'll let you uh, do that. How do you gain more trust in yourself and the universe? I always try to manifest, but I still can't. Can't be 100% sure that it's come, that it's going to come true. Well, why don't you share, why don't you put one more comment and tell me what exactly are you trying to manifest? What is it exactly? What is it exactly? All right. Hold on here. All right. I think I can hear you. What's your question? Okay. What, what, what's, what's your exact question though? Uh, I, I just, uh, okay. Here's the question. Okay. Uh, I want to become multimillionaire, at least a um, million dollar monthly income. It sounds crazy, but just, it's, it's just sit tight goal in my, in my okay. view. <laughs> Why? Uh, uh, because I I don't know how to read that. I don't I don't have any plan. So on. Okay, but why do you want to earn a million dollars? Um, because I want to live free. Uh, I just want freedom. Um, uh, sorry, I I'm I'm not good actually at. English language. <clears throat> uh, I just want freedom and financially, I want to buy everything I want. Things, material things. Why? Right. Why is that? That's uh, what? Excuse me. Why do you want to buy all these materialistic things? Mm. As I said before, I just want freedom financially. Okay. All right. Um, Do you you think you need a million dollars to have freedom in your life? 
Yeah, I think so. Okay. Where are you getting that information from? What what information? Where are you getting the belief from that you need a million dollars to experience freedom in your life? Um, maybe it depends on my life journey. <laughs> uh, my life was through struggling uh, when I was a kid. My parents used to tell me we 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 don't grow money in the tree yeah. on ground. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that that that's a classic in, in, one. In Mongolia too, me and Mongolian parents tell that too. Yeah. So let me ask you this. Um, so you're already aware that your parents put some bad ideas in your mind, right? Yeah. Okay. So do you feel like you're basing this goal of getting a million dollars on that idea? Uh, excuse me. Are, are you making a live video on YouTube right now? Is there a live video on YouTube? Yes, there is. <laughs> Am I participating on YouTube? You said you what? Uh Am I participating on your live video? Yes, you are. On YouTube. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Just focus on just focus on what, what, what we're talking about right now. Okay. Can you can you repeat that question again slowly? Yes, absolutely. So And easy to understand. Absolutely. Your parents told you from a young age that money don't grow on trees. Yeah. And as a result, um, you've been probably having some money problems. Would that be accurate? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this time. So the money problems is what causes you to set this huge goal to get a million dollars. Does that make sense? Like because yeah. of how much you've been struggling with money, you desire to have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. so my my question for you is is it really about getting the million dollars or is it about being in charge of your money and being a master of it which one would mean like m- more to you no uh, actually uh, i can't stand <laughs> You said what? I've, I've been learning English language for just four months. Well, you're absolutely good at it. Thanks, but not perfect. <laughs> I'm not perfect either, and I grew up here. Uh, okay, can you repeat that question? Last absolutely. question. Okay. Absolutely. Here, here. Let me make it more simpler. So, what means more to you? Getting a million dollars, or just earning a million dollars? Okay, earning a million dollars, or living a life where you are in charge of your finances. You know about managing money. You're not living paycheck to paycheck. 
Like, which one would mean more to you? Um, second. Okay. Now, just hold on really quick. Why did I ask him that question for people who are listening? Okay. I asked him that question because it's not the million dollars is what we want. It's what it will give us. That's one. Two, we struggle with money in our lives because our parents programmed us to. They did not educate us on financial literacy, meaning they did not teach us how to manage our money. So what we're really desiring is the freedom to be in charge of our money, not necessarily the money itself. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. So let me, let me, I just got one more question and then then we got to go here. Um, Have you been educating yourself about money, like financial literacy? Mm. And just, it depends on about law of attraction and law of law of vibration okay uh, life depends on your how you think and how you're feeling acting right right etc okay in brief so the answer is no right <laughs> i did hope it <laughs> was true well l- listen this is not a i got you moment it's a it's a learning moment meaning um rich dad poor dad you ever heard of that book uh, pardon me. Yeah, Rich Dad Poor Dad. You can buy it on Amazon. is written by Robert uh, Kuwasaki, I believe his last name is. Oh. In that book, he teaches you how to understand the way money works. What I'm saying here, my 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 friend, is that when we don't understand the way money works. We're going to continue to struggle with money. So you might manifest, let's say, $100,000, but you'll blow it because you don't know how to manage your money. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's, it's amazing that we have this ability to manifest a lot of money. Yes, and we want to do that. But at the same time, we want to learn how to be a person who manages the money that they manifest, not a person who wastes the money. Does that make sense? Yeah. So sure. I go ahead. No, you you go go ahead. Uh, no, that that's all I had to say. So I would I would recommend that you get the uh, uh, rich dad poor dad book and start reading it. Uh, rich dad or and poor dad. Yes, yes. I I remember that. Uh. It's just three types of how money uh, circulate. Uh, it's just um, uh, I watched Bob Proctor's video about yes. money M one, M two, M three. Yes. Yeah, M one time equal to money. The second. Money, money equal to money. Yes. Third, time. Uh, no. 
Yeah, I can explain it for you. For money. <laughs> yeah. Is there well, is there a question that you have? Uh yeah. Um Okay. What is your what is your question? No, I don't have any question. You okay. should carry on your live video. <laughs> Well, Thanks yeah, for... let me let me just make sure everybody understands what you were you were trying to say here. Um, Bob Proctor has a this presentation where he talks about two things here. All right. One, how do we earn money in this world? Ninety six percent of people earn money by trading their time. Then yeah. then the three percent of people earn money by taking the money and investing money. Then 1% of people earn money through multiple streams of income. Usually this is done by setting up businesses or a business that can generate you money in a variety of different ways on autopilot, so to speak. Now, that's the first idea here. Now, here's the second one. I talked about this yesterday. The law of compensation says the money you earn is always in direct ratio to these three things. One the need for what you do. What problem are you solving, folks? Two, your ability to do it. How good are you at solving that problem? And three, the difficulty there is in replacing you, which you become very difficult to replace when you're the best at what you do. How do you uh, pronounce your name? Uh, Akbat. Akbat? Yeah. Okay. Well, Akbat, I appreciate you... Uh, coming on here and answering my questions i would listen the action step you got to take action just make a decision to get that book and start reading it uh, robert kiyosaki yes rich dad right. poor dad if you need the link i just pasted it into the youtube chat okay actually okay. Here, here 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 i'll post I'll, I'll paste it right here for you it's in the uh, zoom chat uh, okay, I saw that. All right, you get. Thank, thanks for talking. <laughs> I, I didn't, I didn't expect it. On participate on live with you. Well, I, I think a lot of people appreciate you. They're they're saying that they really loved it. Thank thank you for watching it. Yep, absolutely. Take care. Okay, okay. Take care of yourself too. Thank right. you. Bye. Bye. All right. You see, the problem here, folks, is this. Our parents told us money don't grow on trees. I heard it all the time. And what would happen? I'd burn my money like there was a fire every time. As soon as the money comes in, it's gone. Why? Because I was programmed to. It's not the million dollars. It's the it's really about getting rid of that limiting belief inside you. That's what it's really about. It doesn't listen, if you earn the million dollars and you're still operating with that belief, you burn the million dollars. This is exactly what Bob Proctor was saying. He started his cleaning company that was operating in Toronto and Boston and Cleveland and London, all over the world. He was earning a million dollars a year. But he had no money left over. Why? 
because he didn't understand money back then. It's only when he started to understand money uh, that he made even more money and kept more money. So even if you manifest the money that you want, are you programming yourself to be a master of that money? That's the real conversation here, folks. This is not about temporary results. We want sustainable results. We want growth. All right. Let's see here. Angie is asking, when we have a feeling about someone or something and it feels scary, is that old programming that we are trying to overcome or is this our intuition saying stay away? I think the best way to know the difference between your programming and your intuition is intuition is based on the word yes. Your programming is based on the word no. Your programming is trying to contract. Intuition is saying move forward. Another way to get clear about that is the idea that you have floating around in your mind, will it help you get to where you want to go? Does it feel good? You might be scared, but does it feel good? Does it feel exciting? Does it feel right? That's how you know it's the right move. I want to become a multimillionaire, at least a million dollar monthly income. I, I would ask you the same questions. Why? Most people are saying things like that for the wrong reasons. So you got to get clear on, am I really just wanting to get a million dollars because I'm trying to prove my family wrong? I'm just giving you sustainable ideas here. I mean, the other thing is this. If you talk to people who understand money, it doesn't take a million dollars for you to live a great life. That's the part about it. I mean, earning a million dollars has more to do with trying to help a lot of people out there in the world. That's the type of money you would need. Whatever it is that you're doing, you're trying to provide greater service. You're, you're going to need a lot of money in order to pull that off. How do you decide between, okay, I already answered your question. I remember that one. I answered that. Focus on the one that you'd love to do first. Let's see here. How do you come across the right mentor? Oh, I think I've answered that already. Okay, I was going to answer this question. How do you gain more trust in yourself and the universe? It's through understanding. 
That's how it's done. Through understanding, you've got to study the right information. What information is that? Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. You see, everything we need to know is usually locked up in books. The answers are already here. So if we're trying to gain more trust in yourself, you got to study who you are. You got to study yourself. And my question, let's see if you answered it. I tried to manifest to get accepted at my dream university. I got rejected yesterday and don't know if I should give up or lose all hope. Well, let's go through this. Is it really the university that you wanted or is it the job itself? Can you do exactly what you wanted to do for that university at a different university? Like what's more important, the name of the university or what you would be doing there, the people you would be helping? What's more important? And number two is if you did not get accepted, it happened for a reason. And a lot of times you don't even need to understand that reason. You just need to understand that things are happening for you. They are guiding you to where you're supposed to go. So it's not about giving up and losing all hope. And by the way, you shouldn't hope. You should believe. Believe that things are working out for you. So are you looking to work at the university or study at the university? It sounds like you are looking to study. Let's see here. Yeah, you, you see, the, the thing about it is, guys, this is this is so good. See, this is really good because I, I I want you I want you guys to to understand something. I'm, I'm trying to get back to the original question. Let me see here. All right, hold on. Be be patient, everyone. Sorry. Okay. All right. Now check this out. Now, you should come on Zoom so we have a conversation, but I'll try to do my best through this chat. This is how I would, if you were my client, I would respond like this. One, um... It's not the only university in the world that you can attend. It's not the only one. There's an abundance out there. 
You probably don't know if of the other universities, but they're out there. Number two, the fact that you're asking um, this, the, the fact that you said this is your only hope tells me you don't really believe. You see, a person who believes, they, they wouldn't say things like that. I mean, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. You just got rejected. You probably don't want to hear that, but it's the truth. You see, when we don't get what we want, all right, there's a weakness in our consciousness. And I'll take my word for it. Let's see what Neville Goddard has to say. It's right here. If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. However, these errors and weaknesses can be overcome. Therefore, press on to the attainment of ever higher levels by feeling that you are what you imagine yourself to be. And remember that the time it takes your assumption to become a reality is proportionate to the naturalness of being it. Did it feel natural for you to get accepted? Or was there some doubt? Was there some worry? Sounds like you had some worry. You want to know how I know you had some worry? You want to know how I know you had some doubt? It's because you went to people to get validation. You don't need validation from anybody. You don't need a psychic to tell you how your life is going to go. You are the one that gets to decide that. Like, like I don't go to people and say, hey, do you guys think, is this the right move? I don't do that. Because that's not what I would be doing if I believed that it was already done. You got to listen to what I'm saying here. Okay? You got to think like the person you want to become. Thinking like the person you want to become means there are certain actions you wouldn't take. I don't go asking people for opinions and asking, am I doing the right thing? That represents somebody who isn't thinking like that person yet. Because if you had what you wanted, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't ask for opinions. You wouldn't look for validation. You wouldn't look for evidence. It's already done. What are you looking for evidence for? Oh, we're getting real here, guys. Well, if there's only one school, if there's only one course, then it's not your time to do it. Let's see here. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you don't know right now, that means you don't have a strong level of belief. Like, listen, I'm not telling you anything I haven't gone through myself. My first seminar, guys, 
when I got on social media, no likes, no comments, no attendance. But I believed so much and I made a final decision that I didn't even allow it to phase me. I didn't doubt. I just told myself this is part of the process. That things are going to work out. It's going to happen the way it's supposed to happen. You see, the problem is we think things are supposed to happen when we want them to happen. That No, it doesn't, it doesn't work that way. The universe always knows when it's the right time. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you. I just read it. I just read it. Let's go back to it here. I know I'm scrolling up and down. You see, you didn't really believe. You consciously believed. Belief is in your subconscious mind. If you truly believed, you wouldn't say the things you're saying today. You would say, you would immediately went into, oh, that means that I'll, I'll be on the next one. But all this doubt that you have, your belief is weak. You don't, you didn't really believe it. And you know what? That's okay. Here's the other thing. When I read your comments, it sounds like you need this so bad. Like you need it too much. Like, guys, listen to this. I don't need anything. So you're saying I should not give up and keep manifestation in? No. What I'm saying is, is that... What I'm saying is, is that if your assumption... If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because some error or weakness in your consciousness. The fact that it does not feel natural for you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. You have to understand that if you're not in a state of belief, it's not going to happen. And that also you don't know this. What if you were accepted, but the professor you got was having problems in his life and was looking to fail everybody who came into his class and you had a bad experience. But you wanted to get into the university so bad right now. But what if you not getting into the university right now and getting into it six months later, you get a better professor who actually cares about you? Listen, you got to wake up. You don't need to worry about how. You don't even need to worry about when. You just need to keep living from that place. Listen, it, if everybody's listening, I know what I'm talking about. You said it right here. Well, I did have doubt. 
but still felt it was so right. You want me to read it again? If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. Your weakness is you had doubt. That's why it didn't happen. If you guys are not manifesting what you want, the reason is in the mirror. You're not in a state of belief. You're not acting like that person. What's up, Black Sail? Thank you for joining today. How can I work on increasing my belief? Now, that is a great question. How can this feeling of naturalness be achieved? How can you strengthen your belief? The secret lies in one word and one word only, imagination. You have to visualize yourself being that person. Preferably, you want to do that right before you fall asleep at night, every single night. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. Once you know, you guys really want to listen to this. Once you know that consciousness is the only reality and is the sole creator of your particular world, and you burnt this truth into your whole being, then you will know that your success or failure is entirely in your own hands. You see, what people have a hard time wrapping their head around is that they think God is the one that's supposed to make it happen. The universe is supposed to do the work. No. God has is provided everything already. We've got everything we need already. We are the ones that are supposed to do the work. What is the work? We've got to believe. We've got to act like that person. We got to act from a place of assumption. That's the work. God can't do that for you. You've got to do that for yourself. God is not the one who's going to fill out the paperwork and have you approved. God is not the one that's going to show up every day. That's you. God is not the one who puts the food in your refrigerator. You do that. God is not the one who's driving the vehicle. You do that. You got to play your position. When you go down the path of trying to figure out how and when, you're, 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 you got to get out of that lane. Stay in your lane. What's your lane? Your lane is focusing on persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. That's your lane. And then acting from that place. Making decisions like that person. How do you balance thinking from the wish fulfilled and letting go from the outcome? This is another great great question. If you're thinking from the wish fulfilled, by default, you've let it go. See, when they say letting go, 
What we're saying is let go of the how. Let go of looking for the outcome and just live from that place. Let's read about it here. Let's read about it. You guys are going to love this. Let me get to it here. I have so many pages uh, underlined here. There we go. The future must become the present in the imagination of the one who would wisely and consciously create circumstances. What does that mean? That means the things that you want, your desires, the future life that you're imagining, it must become a present fact in your imagination. When people are holding on to the outcome and waiting for the outcome and needing the outcome, who are they acting like? They're not acting like a person who is using their imagination, uh, is, excuse me, is they're not using their imagination is my point. They are not operating that they're, that the thing that they want to manifest is a fact. They're not doing that. They're still looking towards the goal. They're not living from the goal. We must translate vision into being. You got to become this person. That person does not doubt. It's done already. Why would I question? Why would I doubt? Why would I go seek validation? Why would I be looking for evidence? It's already done. Thinking of into thinking from. That's what I just said. Stop thinking of your manifestation and start thinking from the manifestation. It's already happened. Imagination must center itself in some state and view the world from that state. Your imagination must be based on belief. When your imagination matches the emotion of belief, it's done. The person in the chat here said they had doubts. They didn't believe. They consciously believed. They did not believe on a subconscious level. Thinking from the end is an intense perception of the world of fulfilled desire. It's a different way of thinking. It's illogical. It doesn't make any sense. Ignorance of this ability to think from the end is bondage. You guys are not going to understand this the first time around. I'd recommend you keep reading that. This is the power of awareness. Neville Goddard, sealed instructions. Page 138. And this is why I've been reading this page 102 for quite some time already. The fact that it does not feel natural to you to be what you imagine yourself to be is the secret of your failure. Regardless of your desire, regardless of how faithfully and intelligently you follow the law, if you do not feel natural about what you want to be, you will not be it. That's the bottom line. So you're over there visualizing, oh, I want this money. Oh, I want this job. You're visualizing it. 
But then tomorrow, it really doesn't feel natural. You doubt. You worry. Then tomorrow, you're asking for somebody for validation. That means it doesn't feel natural. If it felt natural for you to get the things that you want in your life, you wouldn't worry. You see, it feels natural for me to be here every morning serving people all over the world and getting paid. That's exactly what's happening. I've been working on this for quite some time. Because I was just like you. All right, I'm going to break out all the affirmations. I'm going to read all the books. I'm going to do sound bold bowl healing. I'm going to do crystals. I'm going to do hypnosis. I'm going to do NLP. Guys, I've tried it all. I'm telling you, the bottom line, the simple idea that you just must accept is it has to feel natural. You need to become this person in your imagination first. That's it. It's the bottom line. And you need to do that with repetition because the repetition is what plants that imagination, that idea into your subconscious mind. That is what activates law of attraction. What is happening in your subconscious mind is what causes the law of attraction to occur. This is what everybody miss. They're thinking, oh, I want this job. They think it, but they don't feel it. It's not in their subconscious mind permanently. It doesn't feel natural. Exactly. Maybe it's the universe saving you from disaster. I I don't know what I don't know what what type of question that is. So only 0.001% is going to ruin everything. Nothing is going to ruin anything. I don't even understand why you would use those words. Absolutely. You train. I appreciate that. Thank you for watching. What do you think about angel numbers? This is what I think. I think it doesn't matter what I think. Okay. Angel numbers are based on your belief system. If you believe 111, 1111, 2222 means something good, then something good will happen. If you believe it doesn't matter, then it doesn't matter. You see, Bob Proctor said it best. The truth is like the center of town. It doesn't matter what direction you come from. We'll all end up in the same place. Everything we're doing in this life is based on belief. If you believe this to be true or you believe this to be false, if you believe that this works or you believe that it doesn't work, doesn't matter. A belief will always dictate the law of attraction. Belief is in the subconscious mind belief is based on emotion now now i gave you all that spill i love seeing 111 i love to believe that when i see those numbers that means more great things are happening in my, in my life 
It doesn't matter whether someone else believes that's not true. That's their life. All right, scoop 615. Where did I say to not take action? Where did I say that? When did I say to not take action? By being the person you want to become, by believing like that person, your actions will change. You will act like that person. You will do the things that person would be doing. I think you're confused on what I said. So let's be clear. If you're trying to manifest $100,000, okay, where's the $100,000 going to come from? It's going to come through people. So instead of just sitting on the couch, you may have to start a business. Maybe you might have to sell your house. Maybe there's an investment that you flip. Something's got to take action. You got to do something. You'll get the idea. It'll come to you. And then you got to take action. I'm reading from The Power of Awareness by Neville Goddard. Any advice on divorce? Well, what's the question? What's the, what's the real question you're asking me here? I'll wait for your response because it's very simple. If you're no longer in harmony with each other, meaning you no longer are in love with each other and you're going in one direction and he's going in the other. Yeah, maybe it's time. People asking how to get lots of money are people that need help by knowing how they are. They are immature and believe money is the answer to all their problems. No offense to anyone. Money is not the answer to anybody's problems. Money is a tool. This is why I say if you're struggling with money, it's because you're ignorant. You don't understand money. You don't understand what money is used for. You don't understand the purpose of money. You don't understand how to earn money. And because you lack understanding around all that, you're going to continue to struggle with money. It's a very simple fix. Go from being ignorant around money to understanding the way money works. Educate yourself. That's the sustainable solution. How do you make the belief stronger? I, I just read it. You got to keep filling your, your imagination persistently with what you want. Do it before you go to sleep. No hope for me then. You don't. Oh, my God. <laughs> Guys. All right. It's all good. Let's, let's, let's work together here, right? This is why we're here. This is why we are here. I am going to read from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. In the desire chapter, which is the first step to getting rich in your life. There is a difference between wishing for a thing 
and being ready to receive it. No one is ready for a thing until they believe they can acquire it. Belief is in your subconscious mind, by the way. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. Stop hoping for something to happen. Expect, assume, operate from that place. Why are you having such a hard time believing what I'm saying and accepting it? Let's read it. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. You're closed-minded. That's why you lack faith, you have no courage, and you don't believe. Well, how do you get your mind open? You got to decide. Maybe you're not dissatisfied enough. Maybe you need to hit rock bottom first. I don't know. The state of mind must be belief, not mere hope or wish. I just read it over here. If your assumptions are not fulfilled, it is because of some error or weakness in your consciousness. I'm not saying this. Neville Goddard saying this. Napoleon Hill is saying this. Napoleon Hill, the guy who analyzed people back in the 20s and the 30s, the richest people in the world. And he wrote this book. How can we change the natural feeling? I read it. The essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently filling your consciousness with imagination. Imagining yourself being what you want to be or having what you desire. I would do it before you go to sleep. Play the movie in your mind. Chris Curls, I appreciate you showing up. Yep, repetition of, there it is. That's the answer right there. If I want money, what can I do to attract more money? Well, do you understand how to earn money in the first place? Do you understand the law of compensation? The law of compensation says the money you earn will always be in direct ratio with these three things. The need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty there is in replacing you. Are you solving a problem right now? The guy who is a janitor versus the guy who owns the janitorial company, they both are compensated differently. The guy who owns the company is solving a bigger problem than the guy who's just working for the company. It's easier to replace the guy who works for the company versus the guy who runs the company. Does this make sense? You guys got to get out of this mentality of trying to get things. You need to get into the mentality of giving. You need to serve people. What are you doing to impact people in a positive way? You guys have the game twisted. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, let's see here. I'm getting there. I've tried everything as well. Yeah, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> I tried everything as well and nothing is working. I'm starting to think it's my depression. Well, then I highly recommend you book a call. You probably need a, a mentor. You're, you don't have the right information. You're operating in ignorance, which is what causes depression in the first place. Not knowing, not understanding how to think for yourself is what causes people to get in a depressed state. They're not in control of their intellect. They're not in control of the thoughts that they're thinking. No one taught us. That's why people don't know what to do. Well, if he won't agree to any negotiation, then if I were you, I would focus on your energy around it. I have someone that I'm working with right now. She's going through a divorce herself. In the beginning, she was filled with anxiety and fear and worry. And I told her, I said, listen, all you need to focus on is what you want. Just focus on there. Be grateful for what you want. Don't get into the egotistic conversations. Don't worry about when it's going to happen. Don't think about how it's going to happen. Just focus on that it's happened. A lot of you guys are not ready to think this way, and that's okay. But if you want to get what you want in your life, you got to think for yourself. And, and listen, I'm going to give it to you straight. Where is it at? Let's pull out another book, shall we? 1903, The Science of Getting Rich by Wallace D. Waddles. What does he say? What is the first step to getting rich in your life, in all aspects of your life, not just money? To do things in a way you want to do them, meaning to get what you want in your life, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think means you are thinking your own truth regardless of appearances. You see, the appearances would say, this divorce is going nowhere. He doesn't want to negotiate. This isn't going to work out. You need to ignore those things. And you need to think your own truth. This is going to work out. It'll be taken care of. It will be taken care of. This is the way that you gotta you gotta think your own truth regardless of the appearances. To do things in the way you want to do them and to get the things that you, you want in your life, you will have to acquire the ability to think the way you want to think. This is the first step towards getting rich. To think what you want to think means you think your own truth. Regardless of appearances. Now listen to this. You have the natural and inherent power to think what you want to think. Most people don't know that. They think they don't have a choice in what they're going to think about. But it requires far more effort to do so than it does to think the thoughts which are suggested by appearances. 
it's easy to just allow your results to control your thinking. To think according to appearances is easy. To think truth regardless of appearances is laborious and requires the expenditure of more power than any other work you will, you will ever have to perform. That's why when people come home and they say I'm drained, it's because they've been thinking about the wrong stuff all day. There is no labor from which most people shrink as they do from that of sustained and consecutive thought. It is the hardest work there is in the world. This is especially true when the truth is contrary to your current results. Every appearance in the visible world tends to produce a corresponding form in the mind which observes it. Meaning if you look at your results, you can't help but start thinking about the results. This can only be prevented by holding the thought of your own truth, using your imagination What did he say here? He said, the essential feeling of naturalness can be achieved by persistently, persistence, feeling your consciousness with imagination, imagining yourself what you want to be and having what you desire. Hold on, folks. Got one more, one more. For you here. If I find it here. Hold on. I'm going to move on. I think I've said enough. All right. All right. Let's let's respond. There's one more. Whoa, 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 what's going on here? Respectfully, this makes no sense, or is it just hard to understand? Let's go back to it. Let's go back to it. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. Let me tell you something really quick here. Let me get this. I got all these books in here. <laughs> no more effort is required to aim high in life, to demand abundance and prosperity than is required to accept misery and poverty. It's going to take the same amount of energy for you to be closed-minded than it is for you to be open-minded. When did you finally have your breakthrough? I, I, I don't know the answer to that question. I, I really want to say I've been breaking through my entire life. I, now, I'll tell you this. When I became a consultant for Bob Proctor, my life did change. Absolutely. But see, I say it's been happening and it's going to happen our entire lives because we're always going to the next level. There's always a breakthrough. 
if you are in these books studying and you have a mentor in your life, oh, you're, you're, you're going to grow and you're going to grow fast. That's what's happened to me. Is it possible to live a happy life without money? Um, well, define what you mean when you say without money. What are you really saying? Are you saying that you don't have to I don't know what this is. Are you saying that you don't have to earn any money? What are you saying really? What what's what's the question behind that? You don't need money to be happy, obviously. But you will need money to experience more of your life. Listen, you guys are getting all all of the tea today. Because Wallace D. Waddles writes about this in The Science to Getting Rich. It's in the very first chapter, the right to be rich. We cannot rise to our greatest possible height in talent, our purpose in life, our soul development, unless we have money. In order to unfold your purpose and to develop your talent, you must have many things that you're going to need to use. And we cannot use these things unless we have money to buy them. Therefore, the basis of all human advancement must be the science of getting rich. The object of all life is development to grow. Each of us has the right to life, to experience life in a free and unrestricted way. And you're going to need money to do that. I needed money to get this phone. I needed money to use this laptop, my camera, this microphone. This cl these clothes that I'm wearing, the home that I'm living in, the desk that I'm using, the chair, the food that keeps me alive. I need money to pay for those things. Pe people just have to have the right understanding about money. They, they don't. All right. I'm not sure you really understand this. You may not have employed these techniques for your success. Well, good thing that uh, I don't have to explain myself to you. I only have to explain myself to myself. I mean, does it really matter? Does it really matter? Why do you care? It's not my ideas. So are you saying that Wallace D. Waddles, who wrote this book, doesn't understand? Are you saying Napoleon Hill, who's responsible for the majority of millionaires in the world, he doesn't understand? Are you saying Neville Goddard, 
doesn't understand. I can keep going. You see, when you only have negative things to say, you're operating from a place of ignorance. You simply don't know what you don't know. And that's okay. It doesn't matter to me. I'm not here for people like you. I'm here for people who are open-minded and looking for a change. So quite frankly, I don't even know why you're here. Maybe you're here because you're supposed to hear this information. And now that you're hearing this information, you're getting all triggered because your programming is telling you, oh, we don't want to change. That's okay. I am not here to convince you or anybody of anything. All of this is self-evident. You can experience it. You, you will experience it, it for yourself. You will prove it to yourself. Uh, absolutely. I appreciate you guys uh, st staying on here. Uh, LEFA7 RAM. Yeah, that, I think that's a great idea. I, I don't do it like I used to, but uh, it's very effective. Well, I think your information, listen, it's not my information, Scoop615. It's not my information. This is Napoleon Hill's information. Neville Goddard, Wallace D. Waters. You know what? It's not even their information. It's information that already exists. It's God's information. Call it whatever you want. If it's off-putting, and you're the only person who feels like that, maybe that has more to do with you and what you have going on inside. That's why you're on this live. Maybe you're on this live to get triggered so you know there's work that you need to do. This is why life is so good. It's fair. If you or a millionaire or a bum on the corner gets triggered, you know what that means? That means you guys have work to do. And that means that's growth. That's what life is all about, growing. Listen, um... <laughs> This is if, okay, let's go back to it. Why are we here? The key to your freedom. If I want to be free, I've got to be me. Not the me I think you should, you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. But if I want to be free, I got to be me. And I better know who me is. And the way that I do these things is the is how I am. I like it direct. I like it ABC123. I take these lives very seriously. You can't hack it. Keep it moving. There are people on this live who are watching who want to change their life. This is exactly what they need to hear. 
I'm not thinking up any of this. This is flowing right through me and it's coming from God. It's coming from the universe. I'm not trying to think about what I'm going to say next. It just is said. Because it's what you need to hear. And if you feel you don't need to hear it, if you feel like the message doesn't resonate, well, guess what? Use the C word, choice. Choose to leave. The crazy part about it is these weaknesses will take her down the path of strength. We, we, we need to, why else are we here? I don't understand. What is the name of the book? <laughs> the science of getting rich. Okay. The science of getting rich written in 1903. Can you believe that? 1903. Oof. That's over 100 years ago. Think and Grow Rich, 1934, I believe it was. Neville Goddard, Power of Awareness. I believe this is should be 1950, I want to say. 1952. All right, let's see. Where are we at here? We're coming to the end. We're coming to the end. We're going to bring this stuff home, ladies and gentlemen. Resisting the lesson and not listening. It's hard for some people. I feel for them. Yeah, I mean, I I read it. I read it. Napoleon Hill says it right here. Think and grow rich. Desire chapter. Open-mindedness is essential for belief. Closed minds do not inspire faith, courage, and belief. See, when you're closed-minded, when, like if someone communicates an idea that can improve the quality of your life, if you're closed minded, your mind will immediately reject it. It will not accept it whatsoever. It doesn't matter what I say. It doesn't matter what anybody else says. If you're closed minded, it's an automatic rejection. You unconsciously do it. You don't even know you're doing it. You automatically reject the things that you're not in harmony with. That's why everybody who's watching today you're in harmony with this information. You resonate with this information. That's why you're here. And that's why you've stayed here. The people who do not resonate, the people who are not in harmony with this information, they keep it moving. That's why there's no right or wrong here. Absolutely. E-A-S-H-L-E-E-V-E-E. Uh, -E -E -E. I appreciate you being here with me today. Yeah, when I made a decision, absolutely. I made a decision way back when I was in the military. When I was getting out, I was like, I'm going to figure this all out. I'm going to get my life uh, in order. It took me a few years to do it, but I ended up making it happen.
You see, that moment of decision came from me. Um, so I joined the military when I was 17. When I was 27, I got promoted to E7. Context. People retire at that rank of E7, meaning they're 40 years old. I got there when I was 27. Then when I got there, I was like, you know what? I thought I was going to be happy. I wasn't. Why? Because it's what I was saying here in the live today. If I want to be free, I got to be me. I was making those goals not because of me. I had that goal because of my family. I was trying to prove them. I was trying to prove things to people. Wrong idea. So I wasn't happy when I accomplished the goal. I felt empty. So then I doubled down and said, you know what? I'm going to become an officer. I went to the officer training school and left as the number one ranked when I went there. Same feeling. Same feeling. I did something that most people don't do and it's very hard to do. To go from being a sergeant to being an officer. I was an E7 who went to being a lieutenant. Most people will say that's stupid. Don't do that. It's too hard to adjust. My problem wasn't the adjustment. I was all in. My problem was it wasn't making me happy. There was no fulfillment. I was doing it for the wrong reasons. I wasn't being me. So I lacked a freedom in my life. That's the key to your freedom. If I want to be free, I got to be me. So when that happened, I made a decision that I'm done. I'm going to figure this out. What's the most effective way of getting more out of a book? Now, that is a great question. The most effective way is what I've been doing that I learned from Bob Proctor. Is you read till you find a page that really resonates with you, a paragraph. This paragraph resonates with me the most. I've been looking at this page and reading this this entire year. I use what we call a book holder. Okay. The book holder keeps the book open. Okay. Keeps the book open. So every day when you sit at your desk, you can read it again. It's the repetition of reading the same thing over and over and over again. That will cause you to understand it at a higher level which will shift your behavior. Why read books if you're not going to take action from it? How do you find the right mentor? Well, what is it that you're trying to achieve in your life? And can that mentor help you achieve the same thing? Find people who can help you actually do that, people who've already done it. People who are experts at helping you achieve those things. I might be that person. Bob Proctor could be that person. Napoleon Hill can be that person. So as we wrap up here, what steps should you be taking as it pertains to the key to your freedom? You got to step into who you really are. And you need to find out who you really are. You need to find out what you want to do in your life. How do you do that? 
you need to go get my Purpose Blueprint ebook and course. Why am I saying that? Because the steps are laid out on everything we've been talking about today. Step one, get clear on your purpose in life. Step two, create a vision for your life. Step three, set the right goal for yourself. Step four, reinvent your self-image. Step five, change your belief system. Step five, or step six, develop better habits. Step seven, create your action plan. Step eight, leverage specialized knowledge. Step nine, use your journal. ABC123. You can get that in my profile. If you're on TikTok, you're going to have to probably tap twice on my face. And if you're on YouTube, it's in the description. Yep, the Holy Bible does say that. As a man thinking in his heart, so is he. What does that mean? That means the thoughts in your subconscious mind is who you are, not in your conscious mind. It's your subconscious mind that dictates the law of attraction. It's your subconscious mind that controls your action. As a man thinketh, so in his heart is he. Your heart is in the subconscious mind. Just using that analogy. How does religion fit with all of this? Because I feel it contributes to some limiting beliefs. See, that's the thing is the problem um, is that it's another tool. This is why I'm forever grateful for this information. This is why people like Napoleon Hill, Neville Goddard, Wallace D. Waddles, we can go on and on and on, why they exist, why I exist. Our purpose is to teach people how to think. You go to church, you take out the Bible, it tells you to respect your neighbor, treat your neighbor with respect, but how do I do that? How do I do that when I have a subconscious mind? I've been programmed not to do that. That's what's missing. This is why I exist. When we put it together, oh, you live an amazing life at that point because you know how to think for yourself. Um, W E S H U T T G E S struggling with changing who I am. Any advice to make things stick and stop recycling old patterns? Well, the fact that you're aware that you've been doing the same thing over and over again, your only decision at this point is you need to get a mentor. You need to get a coach. You need someone who understands the mental things that need to shift in your subconscious mind and someone who's going to hold you accountable. Maybe that's me. Maybe it's not. I wouldn't know unless we talked. But you need to find somebody because you won't be able to do it yourself. And I'm not saying that from a place of lack. I'm just saying it from a place of understanding. Your subconscious mind is on autopilot. If you don't understand how to use it and reprogram it, it ain't going to happen. I grew up having limiting beliefs. Now I don't. And just thinking positive, I feel better. I love that. You are amazing too. Thank you. You're welcome.
Let's see here. How do we go about making a decisive decision for our life? You got to get clear what you want. The prerequisite to making a decision. What is required to make a decision? What is required? What's required is knowing what you want. That's required. That is what you need to make a decision in your life. That is exactly what you need to make a decision in your life. That's all you need. The only thing you need to make a decision is knowing what you want. You don't need to know how. You don't need any money. You don't need to know the game plan. You just need to know this is what I want. How do you become open-minded? You feed your mind positive information. Absolutely, Athena. I appreciate you showing up every day. Very grateful. I don't know how to reprogram it. Yep, that's why you got to work with somebody. That's why you got to study. You got to study in order to understand. Underscore Jarhead, schedule a call. Schedule a call, buddy. Well, if you don't want anything, then I guess why are you here? What's the point? Okay, well, does eating food make you happy? Does getting up in the morning and working make you happy? Does getting on TikTok make you happy? Like, why are you here then? What's going on? What are you focusing on? What's your purpose for existing? These are questions you got to ask yourself. Why am I here? Your purpose in life. What is it that you love to do? Why are you having such a hard time finding out what you love to do? Close-minded. You need to get outside your house and start exposing yourself to positive information. Through the repetition of that, you will go from being someone who's closed-minded and down on your life to finally being open-minded to good things that you deserve to experience. Exactly. Just decide you're open-minded and repeat that same decision. Dead on about that, Marissa. Thank you. How do you forgive someone who hurt you? The answer is in the question. And maybe this is why people think I'm sarcastic. I'm really not. It is the answer. When you ask a question, the answer is in the question. How do I forgive someone? Let it go. Forgive them. Stop judging them. Stop blaming them. Just let it go. Now, let me give you some more. You need to understand that you're hurting yourself by not forgiving them. Forgiving them is not about them. It's about you. 
How are you going to be the person you want in this life? How are you going to get the things that you want in your life if you do not forgive? These are the conversations you got to have with yourself. This is why I keep repeating myself. You guys need to be working with a mentor. It doesn't have to be me, by the way. But you've got to work with people who can help you through these things. Because you'll just self-sabotage yourself because you don't know any better. All right. We're going to wrap it up here. It is 11 o'clock California time. Uh, What if you were the person who hurt them? Forgive yourself. It's the same concept. Forgive yourself. Let it go. Move on. Just make a decision. You can't change it. Nothing you can do about it. Just accept it. You cannot control things that have already happened. So you might as well just accept it and let it go. You have to realize you can't move on with your life and live the life that you want if you don't let it go. All right, guys. Last call. Exactly. It's about you. So as we wrap up here, the key to your freedom. Let's do it again. The key to your freedom is what? If I want to be free, I've got to be me. Not the me I think you think I should be. Not the me I think my wife thinks I should be. Not the me I think my kids think I should be. Not the me I think social media thinks I should be. If I want to be free, I got to be me. So I better know who me is. Got it? So what I'm going to do at this time is we're going to get rid of the TikTok questions. We're going to go to the video. If YouTube bans me, well, I'll just trim it out. Goodbye, TikTok.
Somebody else, if I'm not right for me. 